Yes, yes, yes. Once again, it's your boy. Your gracious. The one and only. Kegosi Akachi. Understand me. Understand me. Here for you. Today, tomorrow, and forever. To keep lacing you with the realness. Keep dropping a little G on you. Keep giving you a little game. Welcome back to the dungeon. As I said before, it's none other than your gracious host, K. Gosi Akachi. You can find me on a whole bunch of platforms, KGOSI. A-K-A-C-H-I. A couple of them got the underscore in between the Kogosi and the Akachi. Look me up. Check me out. It's your boy. The hand of the Lord. Yes. Here for another one. I thank y'all for checking in with me. Coming back for another episode. It's been a trying week for your boy. A uh, couple deaths in my family. Rest in peace to both my aunties. Um, I want to shout out. Everybody who been spring, you know, sprinkling love on the kid and uh, keeping me motivated and keeping me hyped and ready to bring you more love and bring you another podcast. I want to shout out to got a real like I was feeling real down. Just, you know, a couple of deaths in my family, the pandemic, COVID, everything that's going down. Got a beautiful message from a fan on FET. Um, and it, it actually brought up my day. I even told her when she sent the message, you know what, I was going through some of the day and your message brought up my day. So shout out to her. Um, shout out to everybody, man. I, I appreciate you guys. Uh, the, the listenership is, you know, increasing all the time. I, I'm surprised at the number sometimes, but I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I'm happy that you'll lend me an ear and let me, you know, talk to you. 
I appreciate I appreciate it on so many levels. I appreciate appreciate you guys. As always, I appreciate my team, my baby girl, the ones that allow me the time, the space, and the energy to drop a little knowledge and drop a little game on you guys. You know what I mean? I can't do it without, couldn't do it without them. They allow me to be great. You know what I mean? And, and I appreciate every minute of that. And I hope everybody had a good week and everything is going well. And I hope everybody's safe. And I hope everybody is having time to get around and do some things and maybe get a little kinky, maybe get a little freaky. If not, your time will come. As always, like I say, hit me up on uh, Instagram, Kegosi Akachi. You can hit me up on Facebook, Kegosi Akachi. You can hit me up on FetLife, Kegosi Akachi. I get a lot of hits up on Face FetLife, so that let me know. It's a lot. I, I, I see what y'all up to. Y'all, y'all out here fedding it, getting your kink on, and I appreciate that. Um, number love, man. I appreciate all the sprinklage that you guys give to me, and like I say. In the last episode, it's hard to do this shit. Like, I got real lives. As you know, like I said, I had a real situation this week. Aunties, two aunties passing. Um, my homeboy had a situation, death in his family. It, it's just constant life. But we got to keep living. We got to keep doing what we do. We got to keep progressing. And, and that's what I'm trying to do. And that's what we do. So... I do appreciate y'all. I thank y'all. Um, like I said, go check out some of my music um, online. Can't go see Akachi, How Nasty You Want to Get. That's just, you know, my lifestyle music. I got other music under my different name. I'll drop that on y'all a little later. But if you know, you know. And if you don't, you need to fucking find out. Because it's the boy. It's the kid. So... With all that being said, let's get into what we go get into today. And to top in the topic today is gonna be um, monogamy and, polyg- and polygamy. You know, we go stick a little toe in the water on that. Just a little toe, look, because I, I brought it up last week lightly, and people hit me like, "Oh, we want to hear about it. We want to know about it. What you think about it?" So we go dip a little toe in it because that's a long, drawn out uh, scenario. It's so many ways to look at that. It's so many different opinions. It's so many different things. But getting back to what I was saying last week, like for me, finding a lifestyle was a blessing. It, it, it opened my eyes to different ways of living. It opened my eyes to the ability to be very communicative. Did I just make up a word? I don't know. To have good communication with um, the people in my life, with the people that um, I care about. That's what the lifestyle did for me. It gave me the ability. Because before the lifestyle, I was just out there doing player shit. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, you, I talk to you and I might talk to you and this and that. And like I was doing. And I had a lot of strife in my life because of that. This shit ain't start with me. I come from a long line of professional gentlemen, you know, a long line of guys who are ladies, man. And that life, I got to watch up close and personal 
my dad is still active, you know. I'm talking about my daddy. I can people see pictures of my daddy and be like, "Oh, your daddy is handsome." Be careful, that man will try to put his dick in your lap because he's just a savage like that. He been savage, and I'm sure it's been a long line of savages. But that savage behavior and that player life and having multiple women and all the lying and all that it comes with consequences it comes with heavy heavy consequences and can't nobody speak to that like i can speak to that my dad when i was a teenager my dad was stabbed by one of his girlfriends very bad almost lost his life a couple inches away from losing his life i had a cousin who wife decided you know he wasn't gonna divorce her so she killed him and her that's how real it is out here in this world like it's real i realize you like when people like how he a player and it's this even females i know some females players too don't 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 get me wrong but when you do do that you playing with people lives you putting people feelings people emotions in a uh, dangerous place you putting yourself in a dangerous place because you just don't know how a person going to react to being cheated on how a person is going to react to being lied to everybody ain't stable mentally it's just like road rage and shit like that like if somebody cut you off and throw you the finger somebody just gonna say oh whatever and head on the work but there's another person who gonna be like fuck that i'm having a bad day i'm already in my feelings about something and they gonna grab their gun and follow you and shoot your ass that's why I used to always tell people, don't don't get into road rage. Just go about your business and go where you're going. So in my life, I realized that player lifestyle and having a whole bunch of different people, it wasn't the act of having multiple women or, in ladies' cases, multiple men or men and women, whatever, your, whatever floats your motherfucking boat. It wasn't the fact of having that. It's the lying. It's the defeat. It's you not telling that person really what the situation is. And that's what the lifestyle really did for me. It gave me the ability to be up front and say, I already got a already got a girl. I already got a submissive. I already got situations. I already got play partners. You can you can you can get you can get in. Like my motto is always the same. Either you in or you in the motherfucking way. <laughs> Period. So it became the I and I learned this young like in high school because my dad got stabbed. And I remember my reaction to it. And I really had a good relationship with the woman that stabbed my daddy. And at that time, man, my daddy wasn't the closest, the closest. So I went to go visit the lady. I saw her multiple, multiple times after she stabbed, stabbed my daddy. It was just the way it was, and it, and I loved I loved that man to death, and we had to work on our situation, but I realized when you play with people's emotions, bad things can happen, and after my dad was stabbed, I remember, because before then, now I'm in high school, and I'm doing high school shit, and I'm like, oh, you my girlfriend, and you my girlfriend, and you my girlfriend, you my girlfriend. And I just remember that was the moment I realized honesty was the best policy. Like a person can get mad and get upset because you told them the truth about something. But they'll normally get over that quicker than they go get over you lying to them. 
And I realized, and I remember my reaction to that was the weirdest reaction. I remember it was this girl I went to school with, and you know, she, she was she was pretty and all that, and and I wanted to holler at her. But you know how high school is, all the rumors and people were saying she freak and she this and this that. And the girl, she had just had a baby like early in that school year, and I remember just being like. Fuck all this game. Fuck all this beating around the bush, this titted and tatted her. I walked up to her straight up and was like, hey, you fucking? I remember my friends looked at me like, is this motherfucker crazy? And they caught her off guard. She was like, what? I said, you heard me? She said, I said, you fucking? <laughs> and she said, obviously, I just had a baby. <laughs> so long story short, me and her became real cool. And, you know, and she said it. She was like, you know what? I, I fucked with you because I never been approached that honestly before. I ain't never had a guy just a, be 100 with me and be like, I ain't with all this other shit. I ain't trying to be your man. I ain't trying to be all that. I'm just trying to fuck. And that was a wild thing for a young person because as I got older and moved into, you know, as a older, as I got older, I started dating older women a lot and because they was real already. They done been through all the wars. They done been through the bullshit. They done been married. They done been divorced. They done been through all the fuckery. All the fuckery. So I remember, and older women was attracted to me initially. It wasn't even me, but I remember uh, an older woman uh, seeing me somewhere and just start talking to me. And I'm all like, kind of like lightweight confused. I'm like, man, shoot. And she was bad. But I could tell she was somebody fucking mama. And and man, and I remember she invited me over to her house, and it was just the weirdest shit. You know, I, I go over there, and she was grown as fuck, and she just was like, uh, "Let me make you something to eat." So she had cooked me something to eat, some bomb food, and whoop, 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 whoop. and she was just like, "Okay, let, let's take it to the room." Like she was so upfront with this shit. She was like, "Okay, let's go to the room," and we just she was like, "Let's just fuck." And I just remember we had a marathon type session, fucked all night. And I just remember her getting up, and she like, I had, I got you a washcloth and a rag in the bathroom, and da 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 da. da. And she was like, Do you want me to pack you some food to go? <laughs> so I was like, Oh shit! It was like it wasn't even no debate. She was just like, Come over here, drop that dick in my lap, and take your little young ass home. But I appreciated it so much it was like oh i don't gotta go through all this foolishness i don't gotta go through all this trying to make her think i like her all that shit it was like no we gonna come over here we go fuck we go eat we go drink go home just like that so that's the thing about monogamy and polygamy to me i feel like society has pushed certain agendas and when you really go back to uh, monogamy and polygamy, if you, and that's why I always trip off the Bible people, like, you can't pick and choose what you want to pick out the Bible, because in the Bible, they was, they, they live poly lifestyle. These guys have multiple, multiple wives. You still got countries in Israel where people have multiple wives. You got to be able to take care of all the wives. But a lot of the monogamy started because of disease and different things like that. And they wanted people to be with one person. 
And I used to always say, if being with one person was really what we was meant to do, it should be so much easier to do it. It should be like walking. It should be like breathing. It should be easy. It is very difficult. It's more, I think it's more common for you to be attracted to multiple people than it is to be attracted to one person. Now, of course, you're going to have some fairy tale situations where people go get married and they go stay together forever and she never cheat, he never cheat. But how rare is that? The fact that that's rare should basically tell you that that's really not, and this is only my opinion, I really don't think that's the way humans were made. I know damn well that ain't the way I'm made. And I hated the fact that in monogamy, you were being subjugated and ridiculed because you liked another person. Like when someone is in a monogamous relationship, they will literally say, oh, you texting somebody, you're emotionally cheating. What the fuck is that? Like either I fucked or I didn't. Like emotionally cheating. Because now people feel like you are all of theirs. Everything is belongs to me. Because me and you together, your thoughts, your emotions, y- your feelings, your sex, your everything should be me. You should be able to confide everything in me. I just think that is beyond weird. And I personally, I know me. I'm too fluent in the way I move and the way I think. I appreciate different energy. And I remember, like, people were, you know, as a dude, and you talk to your friends, and your friends know your work. They know your work. So they know that you date this type of chick, and you dating this bad chick, and you do, do, do. And I used to have friends, especially, like, my friends, I've had time where my friends would look at their, you know, they'll see a girl I'm with, or I'm out with, or I'm dating, and then they'll, they'll be like, she don't... And usually it'll be my female friends. They'll be like, she don't really look all that cute. Or she ain't the cutest. Or the other one you had was cuter. For me, it ain't about beauty. It's about energy. It's about the vibe. It's about how I feel with you. Like, some people, I met females who was not what society called the cutest. But they were so beautiful with their spirit. They were so amazing with how they treated me. They, they, they made me feel so good that when a person can make you feel that good and the energy is that great, you, you overlook all that other shit. My mom used to always say beauty fades. Beauty fades. Like the chick that is the baddest now, ain't, she's not going to be bad forever. So what did she bring to you that made you really love her and really want to be with her? Did she cook the best motherfucking steak? She had the best head game. Like, she had a good conversation. She watched football with you. She, so I used to always say, I, I learned at a real young age, I was like, I would have to build me a transformer female for the shit to work for me. Like, I would be able to have to take her her, her cooking. I had to take her conversation. I had to be able to take her uh, cooperation. This one's submissiveness. I need to take uh, this from that one and this one that. And when I have to be like, build a, build a, build a chick, I would let it have to be. And I still don't know if that would work. I would have to, because I feel different all the time. And it's pretty, like, you can probably talk to 
five different chicks that dated me and they you'd be like is we talking about the same person because it's your energy that dictated how I, I became or how I was is it was the vibe it was the vibe that we had together and I just realized for me that was a hard ask for me to ask one person to deal with my switchy ass me moody one day not the next day like that's a hard ask to ask one person to be my everything like you gotta be my you gotta you gotta fuck me good you gotta be submissive you gotta hold a great conversation you gotta like football you gotta be able to talk to me about uh finances and elevating and being ambitious who who is this chick who is she she might be out there but who what what is that so i gotta put all that pressure on one person they have to be my everything but what always was the thing especially with guys is everybody i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lump this on the guys because everybody's jealous everybody got i was honestly born with a superpower of not being jealous and because that will always be the thing when females talk about being poly they always be like but can the, but can your chick go fuck some other dude i don't worry about that because me and my subs or my the people i deal with we have a deeper connection than sex like one of my subs don't play with other people one of my subs do i love them both the same and my sub that do go play I don't treat her no funny, and she and and she, that's she acts. She calls and say, "Can I go play with such and such, or can I go do 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 do?" I don't get in my feel when I see her. I'm like not moody or because I understand she needed a different energy at that point. She wanted a different type of play partner. I'm not gonna be good at everything. I'm a great flogger. I'm a great at this, and but somebody else might be good at some other things. And throughout your life you you appreciate that other thing and that's what people do people throw the motherfucking whole relationship away because their ex-boyfriend ate pussy good but the other dude took care of you he protected you made you feel safe and all that other shit but his sex game was whack and that's the thing about life you have to be willing to sacrifice something especially if you're going to be in a monogamous relationship you are going to, just like I said, when you got your 10 things, just like in a lifestyle, when you got 10 things you need and that person can only provide one or two, can you settle with that? Can you be happy with saying, okay, I'm okay. I can just deal with just this one. Most people can't. And that's what keeps the eyes wondering. If, if it's you and your girl walking down the street and there's a guy and his girl walking down the street and y'all walking towards each other, everybody look. He looking at your chick. You looking at his chick. Your chick looking at him his chick looking at you it's human nature people always are curious and always want to know i've seen it like so people i've seen guys with millions of dollars i've been in these situations when i was broke and they have no 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 money like that i was i was fucking with chicks that had Football dudes, millionaire dudes, chicks who had, you know, I came from the music business. I knew chicks who was fucking with the top rappers, top producers, 
top this. But they were still trek their ass up to my little raggedy ass apartment in uptown New York and bust that pussy open like nothing like nothing else. W- what does that mean? And he thinking he doing everything he needs to do to keep her happy. He buying her bags, he buying her this, he buying but that still don't create the energy. And when you talk to people that uh he don't talk to me, he don't hold a conversation with me, he don't like value me. So that's the thing. No matter what, you're going to sacrifice something. You go be able to do who got a whole bunch of money and buy you a bunch of cars, but you go realize he might not fuck you like that or he might not be emotionally invested in you like that. He might not cuddle you like that. He might not cook for you. He might not do none of that other shit. He's like, I pay for it. And then that leaves you in this position like, damn, I remember I used to date this dude. And he was fucking shit out of me. And he was hug holding me and he was cuddling me and he would watch my favorite show with me. He would sit there and watch fucking Project One Way, Real Houses, whatever the fuck. And you love that part. So, and that's the thing as a, as a guy, it was always a weird scenario. Because as a guy, you're. When you're coming up as a young guy, you young, you're in high school, you're in college and all that, you ain't looking for no wife. You looking for a freak. You looking for some chick who go suck suck your dick like none other. You looking for somebody who go fuck you like none other. You looking for somebody who go be wild. So you go through your whole high school life, most college and 20s and all that. You looking for a freak in the bed. But they want you to marry a virgin. They want you to marry the chick who ain't fucking. What that's going to do, because what's going to happen is you going to marry that shit and she going to be all that other shit. She going to be supportive and she going to be a church going girl and she going to be all that shit. And then she going to be a starfish in the bed. Pussy game whack. Sex game whack. Head game whack. Now you sitting over there with this whole marriage, this whole investment, and you ain't even happy sexually. And what that leads to is cheating. That leads to you being like, mm. I do remember, oh, what's her name? She used to fuck me. So I remember me and my cousin had this conversation, and we both would sit down and say, damn, I think we got it wrong. Maybe you need to be marrying the freaks. You need to marry the chick who go, when you walk in the house, go be like, let me suck your dick. Because that's what the fuck you want. Because uh, she can do all that other stuff, too. But what I found is, for me, it was just so heavy to try to have one person satisfy all the many different needs that I have in me. And that's why finding a lifestyle was very important to me because it gave me the ability to just be real. And see a lot of, and I talk to the females and you know, I got a lot of female friends and they, they, they ask me all these fucking questions cause they, you know, and I give all my, if you a friend of mine, you a female and you my friend, you getting all the game. I'm giving you all the game. I'm telling you how I really go. I'm telling you how re- dudes really act, how dudes. I, I'm dropping all that. But they are so fascinated with my lifestyle. And they'll say shit like, you know, I don't, you know, what kind of girls you dealing with? Like, what woman would let her do be with another female? A strong one? A self-confident one? A one that, you know, 
has put her happiness above everything. See, that's the thing, especially for a lot of females. See, females, you guys live in a, a fairy tale world. Y'all be playing with Barbies and marriages, and y'all have y'all think about what y'all mar- wedding go look like. And men, we don't think about none of that shit. You get to the, we just like give me the date of the wedding. I'll show them. I don't care how many fucking flowers there. Like we we, it never was a day in my life I sit around and wonder like what my wedding go look like. I, I just never did. So a lot of people, and they ain't just female, but definitely females a lot, they'll they blow off their nose, you know, cut off the nose to spite the face. They'll throw the baby out with the bath water. Like, that's always was weird to me because I was like, you have a guy who would be a provider. He's strong. He protect you. He supports you. He emotionally supports you. He financially supports you. He's good to you. He's like... The perfect guy. You can have the perfect guy. He's checking off nine out of your ten. But that one thing he ain't he he ain't he can't check off is he he gonna be faithful to you. Chicks like fuck that. No, get you. No, no, no. I ain't dealing with his get his ass out of here because he he want to be with other chicks. He don't want to be faithful. But you was happy. Like a female can literally be happy in her situation. Been with a guy five ten years, happy, never no problem. Then found out that. He got a text message from some other, some chick sent him a titty on the text message. You're like, oh, I can't fuck with him no more. He a cheater. That's crazy as hell to me. Like, for me, like, one of like, my sub, like, she's wonderful. She's beautiful. She do everything I want her to do. But when we met, I met her through her other dumb. And the fact that she, I, I appreciate the fact that she can come tell me, okay, I want to go play with such and such. I want to go do the... But she's awesome as fuck. So I would be like, I don't want to fuck with you because you, you want some other dick. That's fucking crazy to me. Go get your other dick and bring your ass home. Because what I bring, see, that's the thing about me. I don't care. You can go fuck another nigga, but he ain't going to be me. Because I do more than fuck you. I emotionally support you. I uplift you. I'm an elevator. If I meet you, I'm going to try to get you to the best of your... That's what, you know, anybody who know me, know that's my thing. I'm going to make you be the best version of yourself. That's what I want you to do. I want you to be the best version of yourself. And see, I've been through this... I've been out here for a while, and I've been put to the test so many times. I've dated women, and, and I tell them straight up, like, look, I'm poly. I live a poly lifestyle. It ain't only you. And we'll hang together four months, six months, a year, and we'll kick it, and we'll go do shit, take trips, and da 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 And then eventually she go double back around at me and be like, I want to, can me and you be in a committed relationship? And I'm like, nope. You, you, you don't change the baseball. You don't wait to the ninth inning and tell the baseball team, okay, pitch with the basketball now. That's how this shit work. And I'm one that's going to stick to my way because I like my life. I love my life. I like the way I live. So for me, it's easy for me to be like, take, you know, okay, me and you ain't going to work. Because I know it's females who go work with me. It's females who go appreciate what I bring to the table. It's somebody who go love what I do. So I don't have to be like, uh, let me conform and get into this monogamous relationship that I don't even want to be in to make somebody happy. Like, why am I going to make someone happy at the expense of my happiness that's just a weird scenario 
I'm gonna get into a relationship with you that I know I don't want to be in just to make you happy, just to make you stay, just to make. I, I I'm I, I'm just not made like that, and it's probably my mama fault. Cause my mama, you can't tell my mama you got no friends. My mama like you don't got no goddamn friends. Your only friends is your brother, or whatever. My mama, my mama ain't play that. Cause she, and when I look back on it, she was right. Cause out of my whole life, I got one or two people who I've been friends with my whole life. I realized a lot of people are associates, and you have to learn the difference. And just like your friends. If I want to go play basketball, I got basketball playing friends. If I want to go to the dungeon and flock, I got lifestyle friends. If I want to talk about football and go on trips and go travel, I got those friends and family members that all your friends ain't for everything. Some of my friends and some of my family I can take to the French Laundry and I can go to the most expensive restaurant and they know how to act. But I got some family members who wouldn't even know how to pronounce shit on the menu. They would be looking at me like, why the fuck you bring me here? Why we couldn't just go to goddamn Texas Roll House or goddamn Applebee's? Because that's day lane. So you have to know who you're dealing with on that same level. And I feel it's really kind of the same with relationships. Like, you can if you find that one man bless you bless that because see that's the thing i do not knock anything i have been monogamous i have been faithful i've been fucking married i've done all of that so just because it ain't for me don't mean it ain't for you so when my one of my closest partners you know he's a g in this game like gg in this game like me and him been rolling for years and He's a, he's a beast out here. And when he came to me and said, man, I found the one. I didn't be like, fuck that. Nah, bro. I need you out here in these streets with me. I need you. I'm happy for him. Because my motto is real simple. If you like it, I love it. If you like it, I fucking love it. Because it's really about what's going to make you happy in this world. And if what's going to make you happy is being with one person, house, pick a fit. If that brings, I love it. But what made me happy is being free. What made me happy is having the ability to be free with the people I'm around, be free to say, I want to see other people, date other people, have sex with other people, play with other people, do whatever I want to do. I have the freedom to say that. But it also gives the other person the freedom to say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to date somebody who has to date other chicks. I'm going to go find me somebody who just only want to be with me. And we can come to a mutual agreement. And see, that's the thing about the world now. People don't understand the value of we can agree to disagree. Now it's all or nothing. Like either you like what I like or you don't or you just against me. No, we just see things different. I'm not mad that you Baptist or Catholic or whatever religion. If that's what's going to get you, make you happy, if that's what you think is going to get you to the promised land or wherever you feel you need to go, I'm all for it. But I just don't like people who preach down their values. And that's a big thing with monogamous people. They're like, oh, I can never be poly. Poly is this. Y'all is nasty. I know poly people who ain't, they not even fucking other people. Like, this don't mean I just go fuck everybody. It could mean that, but... Once again, you make your relationship and your dynamic what you want to make it. So people look at a lot of poly people and think, oh, and especially on, I feel 
not sad or sorry. I just hate the stereotypes that are placed on polygamous women. They'll try to feel like, oh, she got low self-esteem. She let him run all over her. She let absolute. Neither one of my subs have low self-esteem. Their self-esteem is all-time high. All-time high. They was probably before I even met them. It's not like I got with them, put the super dick on them, and convinced them to be poly. They already believed in poly. They already believed in what they believe. So the fact that people think they are, these women are strong. They are winners. They have their own lives, own careers. They, these are some of the strongest women I know. So that connotation that a woman has to have low self-esteem or feel some kind of way to be poly is just crazy to me. Because when women tell me, and I get this from a lot of my female friends, they'll say, I couldn't be with a dude who want to be with another chick. And, I'm, and then I have to remind each, every one of them. And I'm talking about not one friend I know is exempt from them. And I have to remind each one of them. You already was dating a dude who was fucking some other chick. The only difference is you just didn't know. Then you found out and then you wanted to break up with him or whatever. And a lot of them went back with them. Still dating a dude. He ain't probably ain't stopped cheating though. But you took him back. So a lot of people in, are in poly relationships and don't even know it. And it goes both sides because I know some cheating ass females out here. I'm out here. I'm out, I'm out here. I'm Kegosi. I get these emails. I get hit up. I, I know the real. So it's really, it's really people out here who think they're in a monogamous. You just, and that's the key. You think you're in a monogamous relationship. You're in a poly relationship and just don't know it. The only difference is, I know I'm in one. My girls know they in one. So they, they sleep better at night. They're not sitting around going... I want to see with the other chick. They could just take their ass to sleep because they already know I'm with the other one. They And they not worry. And I'll see you tomorrow. But see, that's the thing. Like, I've asked women. I'm like, if a guy, like, if a guy was treating you in a way where you didn't even know he had another female, he, he treated you so good, he gave you more attention than the guy you had monogamous when you in a monogamous relationship, this guy seen you more than that guy. He didn't spend more time with you than that guy. He didn't took you out and did more things with you than the, than the the guy you was in a monogamous relationship with. And you all happy, but you just don't want to be with him because he might look at another chick or he might hang with another chick. That's very shallow. That means you don't bring nothing to that man life but sex. If you think it's only a sex thing. Because for me, it, I can get sex. I've never, I'm not acting like I'm a bad motherfucker, even though I am. I've never had a get sex problem. I think my get sex problem stopped when I was like 12. After 12 or 13, the only problem I had getting sex early in life was, how do I get over there? I'm from deep south. I'm from the deep south. Until I got a car, it was, how do I get over there? And I come from an era where your mamas and them watch their daughters like a hawk and all of that shit. So I've never had a get sex problem. That has never been my problem. So I learned to value so many other things in women. 
and I always will repeat, and because people always ask me, what's your, my number one trade I love the most is cooperation. And this is before I even got into lifestyle. I used to always say, I like cooperation. Cooperation is my favorite thing. I like somebody who willing to cooperate. And that don't mean you being a door, uh, a rug and me walking over you. It means you got uh, the ability to compromise. You got the ability to look at the world and see, okay, it ain't all that it's cracked up to be. Because see, people will look at the world and say, okay, they made everybody feel like, oh, every woman need to be a size zero and skinny or a blonde. And people have realized that ain't true. That ain't true. It's beautiful big women. It's beautiful size six, seven, tens, twelves. Like you realize, no, that ain't true. Like we have been sold a lot of misinformation through our lives. Like I remember when they uh, was talking about the breakfast chart and they were talking about how you needed to drink milk, for instance. Like me, I don't drink milk. I never drunk milk. Like I've never been a milk drinker. And I remember being a very young, and it's funny, my brother come to talk to me about it now, my mom, my mom don't drink milk either, but um, my brother come back to talk to me, I'm like, he was like, boy, you was ahead of your time. Because I used to tell my brother when I was a little kid, I'd be like, this don't make no sense. He's like, what don't make no sense? I was like, why are humans drinking milk from a cow? No other animal drink milk from another animal, like, that's just crazy. And that's why so many people are lactose intolerant. That's why so many people can't digest milk. It wasn't made to. But they told you milk make the body good. They ran, but see, that's what good marketing do. The only real difference between monogamy and polygamy is monogamy had a better marketing department. Monogamy had the church behind it. Monogamy had politics behind it. They just had a better marketing. They just had a better street team than the poly had because they didn't convince people that, because you didn't went hundreds and hundreds of years of brainwashing people and tell them monogamy, monogamy, monogamy. Now you got people coming around like, oh, I kind of like this polygamy. I kind of like this sister wife. I kind of, but look how fascinated. I remember when Big Love, I used to love that show, Big Love. Like people would watch that and they would be fascinated with Polly. Why is that? Because you start realizing it is one more than one way to do things. And that's why I'm like that in the lifestyle. I'm not one that says, oh, you have to do such and such like this. Or you have to do it like that. You do it the way you need to do it to make yourself happy. That's the way you do it. You do it the way you need to do it to make your damn self happy. That's just period and plain. If you do it that way, you're just a happier person. Because for me, I'm like, you only get one life. I think we reincarnate, but... Long story short, you get one life. I'm going to make this one life as happy as I want to make it. If me riding a goddamn horse backwards is what make me happy, that's what I want to do. That's, that's just what I'm going to do to make myself happy. I'm going to put happiness and peace above everything. I'm, I'm about peace. And I realized my life has been so much more peaceful when I was able to just speak my truth and say this is what I'm into say this is how I want to live and once again it is billions of people on the earth you got people who are who are willing to do you got uh domestic discipline households you got like wives out here who getting whooped by their husbands you got wives out here cuckolding their husbands you got wives hot wiving like people are making up 
all kind of different relationship uh, dynamics and things that they do because that's what makes them happy. And you can literally be a woman and say, I want to marry somebody who's going to let me go fuck other dudes. And guess what? You will find him. And that's the thing I had to learn as a man. Like, I want to do this, that, A, B, and C. I'm going to find somebody who's going to do A, B, and C with me. Or I'm going to just be happy doing A by myself. Once again, that's why one of the most important things you should get from this podcast is know you. Learn you. Spend time with you. Make sure you understand you to the T. And if you do that, you will be free in this world. You'll be free to do what you want to do, move how you want to move. And just, I'm just not going to settle. I'm not going to let anybody guilt me. I'm not, I'm talking about, I don't care. Not even, my mama can tell me to be uh, uh, in a monogamous relationship. Now, if one day I wake up and decide I want that, that would be me making that decision. It's not going to be society. It's not going to be family. It's not going to be nobody. I'm going to live this life the way I live. So that's just a toe dip in the water when it comes to uh, monogamy and polygamy and just some of my views on it. And and as you notice, I don't have a problem with monogamy. I Like I said, I did it. I tried it. At this point in my life, it's not for me. Maybe later I might get later. It might be for me. And people say weird shit. What you going to do? You going to be by yourself? You going to keep... If I got to be by myself as I get old, I'm going to be by my damn self. That's what's meant for me. I'm a big believer in the universe. The universe does what it does, and it's going to do what it do. I'm going to be good no matter what. Because I'm already built like that. And the reason I'm built like that is because I love me some me. I didn't really took the time to learn me some me. And in that process of learning me some me, I learned that I'm happier when I can be free to tell another person that, hey, I got somebody else or I'm dating somebody else. And once again, I'm free to move about the country the way I want to move. If anybody got a problem with that, if you want to prohibit my movement, we not going to work. See, me, I'm just one that I'm not going to wait a month to we like we going to have a conversation and you're going to be like, I can never date a dude that date another chick by. Now, we can be something else. We can be play. We can play. We can hang out. We might go get some dinner. We might can sit on the beach. We might can catch a sunset. But we just not meant to be together on the on the romantic or relationship level. And that's okay. I talk a little longer than I normal talk. I hope I ain't uh, kill y'all day. But this is a subject that's brought up a lot. This is a subject that's misunderstood. It's a lot of stereotypes into it. And I just wanted to clear up some of the things on how I see it. And we'll get deeper into it on another time. But once again, I appreciate you guys. The class ran a little longer today. But I hope that was okay with you. But uh, once again, I thank y'all for checking in. I thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Diary of a Daddy Dom. This is your host, Kegosi Akachi. Uh, let me know what you think about the episode. Drop me uh, um, a DM on any of them platforms. IG, Facebook, FetLife. Got a, what? Kigosi Akachi at Yahoo. I want to say that's my email. Kigosi Akachi at Yahoo or Gmail, something like that. Uh, I think maybe I got them both. Um, but 
email me, shoot me a message. Once again, thank you for the uh, uplift and support and uh, messages that I receive from you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you all the people that tune in from other countries all around the world. Um, I appreciate you. If you ever want to know anything else, drop your boy DM. If you want to learn something more about the lifestyle, you want your boy to, you want to learn about vlogging, you, any of you guys out there who really want to learn uh, domination, holla at me. I got tips and I got game for you. Once again, I'm signing off. I love you. I appreciate you guys. Have a good day. Once again, rest in peace to my family members. Peace.